Welcome to People of the Past. In this series, we will look at individuals who changed history in one way or the other. In this case, we'll be telling the tale of the first historian whose writings literally made history. Herodotus. By and large, this is probably the most influential person we will cover in this series to the current day. Without him, the very idea of preserving events through written logs wouldn't have happened. So let's follow the life of the man who made history. For how influential the person is, you'd think we'd know more about their life in general. Unfortunately, that is not the case. While we do know that Herodotus hails from the city of Halicarnassus, which is located in the southwest of Anatolia, now current-day Turkey, the actual time of his birth is not known, though the official date given to him is 484 BC, the logic is flimsy. Listen to this. There are records of Herodotus living in Athens and then being forced to move to three in 1443. Historians placed the age of a person who would be sent on something like that as 40 years old. They simply called that a day and set his birthday as 484 BC which I'm sure you can tell is an incredibly shaky reason to decide when someone so influential was born. So, what did Herodotus write that gave him the title of the father of history? Well, he is most commonly attributed to two factors to have this title. Being the first person to study the past and recount the Greco-Persian wars in as much of an objective way as he could. However, there are a lot of nuances to this that go unspoken. Herodotus, while writing his book, did not set out to make a history book, but rather a travel guide for the Greek people that was directly inspired from a different writer named Hecateus, which was a look at the Mediterranean peoples all around the world, the travels of the world, as it was called. Interestingly, Hecateus's book had an almost completely accurate map of current-day Europe which I would highly urge you to look into because it is crazy to see how something so long ago is so accurate. The inspiration to the story holds major sway over how he composed his writing and what he writes. Herodotus is completely fine wasting entire passages or even chapters going off on tangents that barely correlate to the story that he's telling simply because he feels it adds to the culture of the people he's talking about. For instance, he may be talking about Egyptian kings, and then from that lead to Egyptian religion, to which he would now tell you a story about how apparently, if Egyptian religious figures were to sacrifice an animal, more specifically a cow, they would first completely shave it and then make sure it didn't have a single hair left by licking it, or how to properly wrestle a crocodile in the Egyptian Nile while hunting them. At the core of Herodotus is something that can be found all over Greek history, a person who simply loves to tell stories, anything he found interesting or to be of note of local culture, even if he didn't believe it, he felt he needed to record because it would be a good story. However, as he was traveling around the Mediterranean to make his guide, he decided to chronologically orient his writings in the order that the territories he's talking about were conquered by the Persians. It is, however, a messy one, as he tends to stop in between each conquered land and give great swaths of cultural information and local stories before he picks back up to the chronology of the Persian Empire again. This formatting is commonplace throughout the entire story, especially the first five chapters. However, once he reaches the story of the Greco-Persian Wars, the story tightens and becomes a direct narrative of the war, and allows insight to Greek political spectrums at the time, 
the cultures of Polis, such as Spartan and Athens, and why each of the battles in this war was fought, such as the Battle of Marathon and Thermopylae. This is what made Herodotus the first historian. He states clearly in the beginning of his book, I, Herodotus of Halicarnassus, am here to set forth my history, that time may not draw the color from what man has brought into being, nor those great wonderful deeds manifested by both Greeks and Persians and barbarians fault of their report, and, together with all this, the reason why they fought each other. He didn't want to simply observe the world or take note of events that happened around him, but rather dig into an event that came to be and why the reasons for that were. While many Greek writers before him were happy to attribute current events and wars to simple will of the gods, Herodotus attempted to find concrete evidence within people or cultures as to why these events could or did happen. In fact, the word historias in Greek, which used to be a simple inquiry, now means history because of what Herodotus did. So for all intents and purposes, Herodotus invented the word history. That being said, Herodotus would very often write down stories that were told by everyone without checking the validity of those claims. Large gold-digging ants? Griffins collecting gold hordes? Herodotus wrote it all and presented it simply as if it were fact. This would cause many writers after him to dismiss him as a liar or misconstruing accounts to make sure his stories seemed dramatic. And while some have had reasonable exclamations as to what the locals of the time had meant, such as Herodotus mistranslating the Persian word for marmint as ant uh, that would dig up gold in the area as they dug their burrows, others, like the griffins, are pure fiction and have no factual evidence. Another way that people attempt to discredit Herodotus is in how he wrote the city-states during the Peloponnesian War. He heavily favors Athens in his book, depicting them as practically superior to Sparta in every single way. This is likely due to the fact that Herodotus, at the time of the war, had lived in Athens, so all of his sources would have been Athenian in nature and quick to downplay Sparta's role in the war and quick to exaggerate theirs. However, there's a different way to look at Herodotus's work. Herodotus had said himself that while he thought he needed to write everything down, he himself didn't necessarily have to believe it. This ties into how Herodotus did his research. Because he tended to write down everything that was told him, from hearsay to local stories, we, as current day viewers, get a view into how ancient civilizations viewed the world around them and how they thought it worked. It may be confusingly written, and have narratives piled on top of narratives, but Herodotus was the first ever writer to look at the events of the world and simply ask, why did this happen? And generations of future historians have him to thank for it. The next person we'll have a look at from the Hellenistic world is someone whose name you undoubtedly cursed in math class, Pythagoras, who helped advance everything from math and astronomy to forever changing how we understand music. We will see you all next time in People of the Past.